Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now, with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm here with, well, more social media marketing tips today, but it's not just me. I have some special guests uh, kind of piggybacking on a topic from the last episode. I mentioned I would have some uh, have some guests here on the program, and with me are Viv Conway and uh, Ta- uh, Tosh Mays. Uh, ladies, how are you doing today? Good thanks. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Joe. Now, uh, Viv and uh, Tosh have cracked the code of influencer marketing through social media, becoming powerful voices on Instagram through their business, Ace the Gram. Uh, ladies, um, and either of you feel free to uh, chime in here. Tell me a little bit about Ace the Gram, a little bit about your background and you know your everything that you do uh, to use Instagram to drive, you know, traffic to your website, your product. I, I see that you have a lot of followers, not only on your own Instagram, but uh, with some of the clients that you've worked with uh, all over the world because you're coming to us from New Zealand, of course. Yeah, that we are. So our Instagram journey sort of started in different ways. Um, I'm Viv for reference. This is my voice. And I started on Instagram because I was building a sportswear brand. So with that, I needed to market it. I needed to get people to come to my website. Um, For anyone running e-commerce businesses, they'll know that that can be a struggle sometimes. So for me, it was about testing the waters. I tested a bit of Facebook, a little bit of Instagram and found that actually Instagram was the one that um, it's not pay to play. And it meant that I could reach my target audience really easily. All it took was my time. And from there, sort of built on that channel. And I'll let Tash sort of talk to what her experience was leading her into the Instagram world. Yeah. So about five years ago, I started my Instagram, Paisley Tash, which is now a content creation profile where we, where I create content for different food brands and health and wellness brands. Um, and yeah, I was just finding huge opportunity to collaborate with incredible brands. And then um, it kind of took off from there for both of us, really. So we built our own accounts and then we were getting asked by brands um, how we were doing it and what they could do to get the same connection that we had. So then we started taking on clients and that's kind of the journey of how we started. Yeah. And, you know, the way you were introduced to me, I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're talking, you're over in New Zealand. I'm in the States here. Uh, we're, we're on a major uh, time difference and schedule difference. And here we are talking. And I mean, that's basically the power of any type of content marketing, social media marketing. And of course, you're working with, uh, you know, influencers specifically, but just to kind of pull back from that the whole way, you know, I, I tell some of the audience, some of my listeners, I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram sometimes, but if it's something that you're, you know, you're really geared toward as far as a platform, uh, this could be something that's really big and this can help you get recognized. Uh, I don't want to say fairly easy because, you know, it does take some time to build this, but uh, speak a little bit to this. If somebody's getting started, uh, what should they look for as far as trying to 
trying to build out their audience on a, a social media network. I mean, specifically, uh, your expertise is Instagram. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think any any good Instagram account, and it'll be the same across the board, right, for content marketing and for Facebook ads and so on, you've got to know who you're targeting and you've got to know what is your objectives of being on the platform. So what is it that you want to achieve? Because if we can start from there and then build out, okay, well, who are we going to talk to? Um, what value do I need to be providing? Then everything stems from that original why am I here sort of question that we've got to ask ourselves. And when, we, when we're trying to figure that out, are you trying to, um, you know, are you trying to push people to your website? Are you trying to build a personal brand? Um, and then from there, the value part is really important because at the end of the day, I mean, as users, we all know why we follow different accounts and it's because they give us something. So when we're on the other side of that, and we're trying to create this really value-based account. It's like, well, what can I give the people, my audience, my followers, the people that I want to attract? What can I give them in order to hook them in? That's a really good place to start. And uh, that sounds really, uh, really, you know, where anybody should get moving on that. Um, you know, one of the things, I, one of the reasons I say love hate with Instagram is, is because, you know, a lot of people are very used to, I don't know, uh, even myself, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you're, you're putting like links out there and there's a lot of sharing. And some of those things aren't necessarily the basic bones, so to speak, of Instagram. Uh, however, Instagram, I believe, is something that's very uh, kind of in your face because it's like if you post something on Instagram, more than likely it's going to find its target audience if that's what you're looking for. Is that something that you've experienced as well? I mean, like a, a very specific example that I like to usually put out is, is uh, even personally, if I were to post something on my personal Instagram, my friends may still see it within a week or two. Whereas if I post something on Twitter, if they're not on within five or 10 minutes, sometimes they'll miss it. Yeah, definitely. I think we've found um, Instagram is that platform that people are using it in that way. Obviously, still a lot of people have Facebook, but um, if you have a business page for Facebook, for example, it is pay to play. You won't be seen as from as many people and have the same impact. Um, and Instagram being visual, um, obviously, a picture can speak a thousand words. So it's such a powerful platform to harness to holistically tell your entire message and give that value because it's sort of unique in that way and how simple it is. So people only have that, you know, one opportunity of scrolling either their feed or their stories um, with one photo at a time in front of them as opposed to Facebook where, you know, there's so many different tabs happening, there's there's so much distraction. So because of that, um, Instagram's engagement is higher than other social platforms. Um, yeah, and it's definitely a different type of connection that people have and I would say as well Instagram is the majority of people that we talk to either businesses or people um their favorite platform to use it's the one they'll you know check when they wake up in the morning it's the one that they'll scroll when they're waiting in a meeting or something so yeah it's definitely a powerful marketing platform yeah, absolutely. And being a, a little newer, because I think a lot of people are, you know, they're familiar with Facebook, they're familiar with Twitter, they may already be on those, they may have been on like LinkedIn or YouTube or something in the past. But, uh, you know, Instagram, something that's still uh, kind of new or fresh in the minds of some folks who have already been doing this type of thing, uh, or have something like this for their business, you know, whether it be Facebook or anything like that. So it, it's like, if you have anything that's visual, and it doesn't have 
doesn't have to necessarily just be a photo. It could be video as well. Uh, Instagram appears to be a very, a very good platform to be able to reach a wide audience. And in doing so, uh, both of you ladies have become experts in particular to influencer marketing, which is, you know, aside from just speaking about Instagram, one of the interesting things I wanted to talk to you and have you share with the listeners out there today is, uh, well, first of all, I think we should explain what influencer marketing is. Uh, if you would like to uh, do that for me instead of have me do it, but uh, uh, because you know it's not something that I talk about a lot, but it's actually many folks don't realize that by being on social media, you may become you may put yourself in a position of influence. So uh, Instagram specifically is something where you could become a, a social influencer. So could you speak a little bit to not only just influencer marketing, but also using Instagram as part of influencer marketing? Yeah, so the term influencer marketing is a real buzzword at the moment, especially with social media and when people are growing their followings. But it's something that's not new, right? It's been around for a long time. You see, we've seen celebrities being sponsored by massive brands. You know, you see sports stars sponsored by Adidas or Nike and whatnot. So the concept is nothing new. It's just in a different sort of form. So, and on, you know, different platforms. So we've got those big celebrities, you know, those brand deals. And now for the first time, your everyday people um, that all of a sudden provide value, gain a following, they now have this audience ready and waiting to listen to what they have to say. And that's when it can be of benefit to businesses or brands um, and even other influencers that collaborate to get in front of other people's audiences. I suppose the it's sort of like word of mouth marketing, right? It's easier and people trust something if it comes from someone they know or someone that they respect and listen to often rather than just being cold sold to straight away. So that's sort of where that influencer marketing concept um, came from and where it's working at the moment. Yeah. And influencer marketing, I mean, it could be something as simple as you could just be an influencer in your town or you could be an influencer even wider. It all depends, I think, uh, what kind of you know industry or what kind of niche or whatever that you're involved in? Uh, so you don't have to have like this really wide casting net. Uh, if if you know you're involved with, I don't know, I don't know a really good example off the top of my head. Uh, you were talking about was it was it sports brands or sportswear? I believe. I mean, some something to that effect. Uh, you you know, it's like anything. You were saying. If you're looking for a very specific audience, if you kind of hone in on that, you may find yourself being of a major influence over time. And of course, that goes uh, hand in hand with building the platform. And I love how you were saying pay to play also, because uh, anymore, if you want to get seen on Facebook, and I've mentioned this or organically, uh, it may even be lower now. The last I checked, I think it was like 17 or 18% of anything you post to a Facebook uh, business page is going to be seen organically. That means, you know, you just post it there. You don't put any money behind it. They, they call it boosting, but it's, it's paid advertisement. Uh, it, speak on uh, the behalf of Instagram here on how can, uh, how can anyone who's running an Instagram account get leads for their business uh, without having to do anything pay for play like they might on a different social media platform? Um, well, the powerful thing about Instagram is that it's not pay-to-play yet. So Instagram's come out quite a few times, especially recently, with press releases saying 
it doesn't matter what type of your what type of account you have, whether you're a business or you're a creator or you're a normal personal account. Um, in the algorithm, they don't they don't prioritize one of those accounts any more than the others, which is obviously different to Facebook because, as you were saying, um, yeah, you're so right. Your reach is so low if you post without paying putting ad spend behind it on Facebook as a business page. Um, but on Instagram, that's not the case, which is such an opportunity for brands because it means that your brand is literally on the same level as Harry and Sally down the street. So um, that's why it, it can be really powerful to have a, have a you know, prioritise it as a marketing platform and get on board. What were you saying? What was the second part of your question? I think it was something to do with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of went in a circle. Uh, I think I was talking about getting leads for business. So leads. Uh, yeah. I knew you said something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, okay, which so. isn't, which, you know, that's okay because it's a good spot too, because I just wanted to kind of reiterate, you can pay to have something seen on Instagram, but you don't have to in order to reach, uh, you know, like we were saying with Facebook, let's say a thousand people follow you on Facebook. Uh, you know, it's a small number. But when you're talking about like 20%, you're talking 200 out of 1,000 that might see it if you post without a pay for play. If you're on Instagram, however, uh, all 1,000, you know, in, in theory, are, it's on the table. You know, you don't have to pay anything extra to reach those additional 800 people. So, uh, yeah, for the second part of my question, go uh, go right ahead. Uh, it was uh, how, you, how do you use Instagram to get leads for your business? Yeah. Um, no, thank you for re reminding me. I was like, okay. I know this is a second part. I'm trying to remember it. Um, so getting leads for your, from Instagram is obviously, you know, it ranges a lot. There are a variety of different techniques that you can use. Um, some of those are sort of the Gary Vee philosophy of you're always giving value. So it's always, you know, like um, jab, 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 right hook or whatever it is. So you, you basically <laughs> post a lot of value so that you have that following and you create that connection with your audience and then when you do have an event coming up or when you do you know have a um push for a certain product that you are wanting to focus on then that's when you can say um you know click the link in our bio for more information um or swipe up if you have more than ten thousand followers on a business account you can use the swipe up function which is really powerful because that's on the stories on instagram so different to your feed posts, which are there forever, like on the feed grid that everyone will be familiar with. Um, your stories are only up for 24 hours. And stories typically show more like raw behind the scenes content of, you know, behind the scenes of your business or what you're doing. Or if you're talking about a product, then it actually feels like you're right there in the room with the person talking about the product. So you can, you know, show them different features. And then you can say, you know, swipe up to get yours. Um, so obviously you can generate leads in that way, um, but what we're realizing in 2020 is Instagram has realized how powerful their platform is for shopping, so they're becoming more and more sophisticated with their shoppable tags, so you can actually go shopping basically on Instagram now and have your products tagged, so all they need to do is just click them and then it will take them to that checkout page, which is you know obviously a lower barrier to entry than going through a link in a bio. Um, so it's yeah, definitely an opportunity for businesses this year to get on board that. Yeah, and the important part with Lincoln Bio, which you know I end up saying more often than not, and if you're uh, using any utilities to 
uh, published to, let's say, multiple social media platforms at the same time, you don't want to include Instagram in that because then you're going to have a link that's just text. It doesn't link to anything. Part of It's been my love-hate with Instagram for a long time now. And uh, I, I get it because it's, you know, a very visual platform and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to keep some of the news, uh, fake news, other junk off of their platform. But in this way, with the shopping and being able to link directly to that stuff, uh, that's a lot more clean and a lot more elegant than uh, I, I, maybe some folks don't realize what I mean by link in bio. But what you would do is, is if you post on Instagram, let's say you post a photo, uh, let's say it's of a product, you would tell somebody to follow the link in your bio so they have to, you know, tap or on your uh, on your picture in order to go to your main profile page. And then that's really the only place that you can have a link to anything on Instagram. So this simplifies things now. Uh, so it kind of ties it all together. And I think we'll see, well, I think we'll see more advances like that in the future. This was actually, um, we'll get to that in a second. That was the last question that we had. Uh, but I, I wanted to ask too is, um, you know, that's as far as getting leads, we covered that. But how do you use Instagram uh, to just per boost your own personal brand? Uh, what are some ways you could use Instagram in order to do that? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think just like it's like I mentioned earlier, it's just like starting a business on Instagram. It's exactly the same with a personal brand. So think of yourself just as that, as a brand, because from there you can decide, okay, well, what value am I going to present to people? How can I help people? What messages do I want to spread? What is it that's going to keep your followers and your audience coming back from more, telling their friends about it, and in turn, growing you an audience? Because from there, the world's sort of your oyster, right? You can go out and sell things to your audience. You can like help them further and whatnot. So when it comes to personal branding, it's important, it's important again, that we provide value. Now, have you found uh, – this is kind of a, a question just uh, I'm coming out, uh, out, of, out of left field here with, but uh, does it really make a difference, like the size of your business when it comes to promoting anything on Instagram? I know there's going to be someone out there that says, you know, well, we only do this and we do this in a very small town. We're only this big. I, I really, you know, I, I don't think that it really matters because even if you find uh, 50 followers on Instagram that are able to purchase your product that's only available in a shop in a very specific area those are still 50 followers that you couldn't that you couldn't reach before and now you've reached them through Instagram uh, are, you, are you do you give like the same kind of advice to anyone that's uh, looking to market with Instagram yeah I definitely get what you mean and to speak to what you just mentioned in terms of um, especially the small town idea like I think we only need to look as far as the travel industry on Instagram to see how much of an impact taking photos and sharing that content has had on small places in the world for better or worse but um, you know places that were previously super untapped have become these destinations because of the content that's been shared online so just because you're a small local business or you think that hey but my audience is is just over here like you say you're actually opening yourself up to like a multitude of other customers and it also it's also like branding social proofing um but it becomes this more global market rather than just based on location which is just so exciting because it means that like yeah if you are the local store then what else can you do to um help out potential customers and i think as well your intention would be different so if you're um, I'd say 
Nike or something. You're obviously, you've obviously got a really different intention than a small shop owner in a small town um, because your shop owner might just want foot traffic and they just want to be engaging with a super local audience and they will be doing, you know, collabs with someone who might be an influencer in that town and that influencer might only have 500 followers, but they are well-known. Um, so your strategy will be so different depending on how big your company is. Because if you're someone like Nike or a big corporation, it's less about the day-to-day and more about streamlining all of those key messages that you have throughout your business and then bringing it all together across all the global things that you're doing. So I think there's definitely an opportunity for both types of businesses, but you're the way that you use it would be quite different. Yeah, and I always find, too, it's always good for feedback uh, because you just never know. You're going to hear, you know, there's always sometimes there's some negative things that get said on social media, of course, but there's a lot of positive things that I see, uh, even with the small shop owner on Instagram. Uh, it's almost it's almost built in. It's almost perfect for certain brands or businesses, but on other social media platforms as well. So it's, you know, a, a multifaceted tool. Uh, we I almost asked this ahead of the question I had just asked <laughs> about all of that with the scope of being a larger or smaller business, but um, we were almost got into predictions for the Instagram platform for this upcoming uh, year. You know, it's hard to believe, but we're already <laughs> one month's already gone in uh, 2020. But uh, what other kind? Of, what kind of predictions do you see over the course of the remainder of this year? Yeah, um, I think that's a really exciting question because we always see as Instagram matures or all these social media platforms mature, um, the nature of the way that we're using them really changes. Um, So I think for Instagram, there's going to be certain things. For example, we've noticed over the past couple of years, influencer marketing is still effective, but you have to use it in a slightly different way. So gone are the days of sort of, you know, just sending out one product to an influencer who does maybe a flat lay of their product within a lot of other types of things. Whereas now you have to be a little bit more dynamic and you have to have um, a bit more creative behind the campaign because people are a bit jaded by that experience. Um, We've also seen things like um, for 2020, um, stories are becoming still more popular. So that raw type of content where the connection is strong with your audience because it feels like there's less distance between you, um, that that's a really powerful way that brands are getting on board the platform. So it's less, it's less, you know, you feel like you're not so far away from the brand and it's just this polished machine. You actually get to see behind the scenes of how that all comes to be and it's a little bit more personable. Um, what about some other predictions? Oh, <laughs> laughing at me. Um, I think. Yeah, they're awesome. I think they're good. Yeah. Like, that's normally what we talk about. Yeah. And often we get questions about, you know, whether story or video will become more popular, but Instagram's put out press releases with information like um, it's not based on algorithmically preferring one, it's just based on your user behavior. Um, if, say, Harry always likes videos, he'll be shown more videos. And if Sally always likes photos, she'll be shown more photos. Um, so that's what we've just noticed as well with Instagram becoming um, really smart with watching the user behavior and then shaping their platform into um, what they, how they foresee customer behavior happening for those things like, you know, making the sophistication more 
um, apparent for shoppable feeds and doing, yeah, just making that shopping experience more fluid so that it is a more powerful marketing platform. So ideally, they want people to spend more money with them. As far as, you know, there's stories, there's just, there's your traditional posting that's on Instagram. A lot, uh, one of the big things was doing, you know, even what was that about a year, year and a half ago, the Instagram TV that they really put out front. Uh, Do you recommend uh, photos versus video or uh, even more than one photo in a, in a single post? Or do you just find like a single photo to be just as effective as maybe video or it, it, you know, it's kind of tough. I hate saying that too, because it may depend on the application and the individual too. But, uh, you know, in your own experience, do you see one being more effective than the other or any reason why someone, uh, should use, let's say just photos, just videos, or should they try and like maybe even mix it up? Cause I know some folks out there are thinking, oh, geez, I've never really, uh, I never really take videos of anything like that. Or uh, they're thinking the other way. They're thinking they have to appear on camera, which obviously isn't true. You know, you could, you know, show a product or, or just speak behind, uh, you know, shooting whatever you're, you're, uh, you have your phone or some type of camera, right? So uh, do you find a photo or video to be more effective, a mix of both? Or what's your advice? I think you're you're right. A lot of people get stressed out because they think there's IGTV, a video is doing better, a photo is doing better. Do I need to present them in gallery format? It gets a little bit, um, you know, people freak out, and often that means they do nothing. Um, but what the best advice we could say, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it's how can you provide the most value to your audience? And is it that you're already creating awesome videos? If you're already creating awesome videos, and in particular long long form content, like you're maybe you're uploading to YouTube as well, then upload to IGTV. But if you're a photographer and you're someone that just likes to take photos, you want to um, put heaps of value into your captions and give people heap, heaps of information along with your photos, then there's not really any reason for you to, um, you know, put the energy into branching out because like Tash says, um, it's it's not based on, it's not like Facebook, right? So it's not that lives are rated any higher than videos that are rated any higher than photos. Instagram is totally machine learned. So it's just, it's just about what do you feel comfortable with? And at the end of the day, how can you promote, you know, how can you create the most content? So for us, example, for example, um, on our account, Ace the Grand podcast, we produce a little bit of video content uh, when we have the time. But other than that, it's important for us to just keep posting consistently. Um, So there's that part of it too. So, and I think you're right. If I still speak to the idea that people stress out about it, in particular on stories, um, I think there's a misconception that you need to be like the face behind the brand because we see so many brands do well that way. But it's in fact not necessarily true. Um, as long as you're putting stories up, you're getting content up, you're getting your messages across, that's just as important. And it's not a big deal as to whether or not you want to be, um, you know, talking face to camera and so on to sell your, uh, I don't know, handmade soap, you know? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, we're starting to run a little short on time here. I was going to try and keep this around 30 minutes because I know uh, you have a very busy schedule too. So I wanted to uh, first uh, thank you both uh, Tosh and Viv for coming on the program today. But uh, at the same time too, as I thank you, I wanted to remind everyone listening uh, that you can find them over at Ace the Gram, as in Instagram, it's just short. So Ace the Gram, G-R-A-M.com. And 
are there some other ways to find you too? Because of course you have your own podcast, and I was just laughing because I didn't see this. This was just uh, a, a, you know a few days ago. Uh, one of your more recent episodes said, "Screw Tinder, dating on Instagram." And of course, you, <laughs> you have some you have some Instagram predictions and some uh, other things that uh, you know folks can find some real good value out of. So I recommend uh, looking you up on your podcast as well, and uh, of course Instagram and you know tell us some other ways that everyone can reach out and follow you uh, because obviously if you've found this advice to be useful on my program uh, you can continue to get the rest of it over on your platforms as well that's so funny we've had so much feedback about the tinder versus instagram (laughs) for dating um episode which has been awesome so if any of your listeners do go and watch please give us some feed uh sorry listen please give us some feedback you can contact us at ace the gram podcast on instagram um and hello at ace the gram.com is our email or obviously ace the gram.com is our website but yeah love to hear some feedback and if you've got any instagram questions you know where to find us Okay, it sounds great. Uh, ladies, thank you once again for joining me today. My name is uh, Joe Kuzma, and of course, you could follow me over at joekuzma.com, uh, and I always encourage all of the listeners out there to be safe, be good, and we'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.